What's good, America? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. And glad to be back in action with my boy Obed. I am Sherm. Obed, what's good with you, man? Happy Tuesday to you, sir. Happy Tuesday to you, too, sir. I'm living the dream. I'm uh, podcasting on a Tuesday night. What could be better? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, it's damn near end of September. Um, Do you remember yeah. the 25th day of September? I don't remember. <laughs> um, you know, I think with baseball, got playoffs about to start of the wild card game. Playoffs? <laughs> Talking about playoffs? Yep, yep, yep. You know, things that happen in the world, man. Um, moving along, getting the fall weathers coming along. I'm going to ask you, how is it out in D.C. right now? Um, is that fall weather coming in? Fall weather is coming. I have not turned on my heater yet, and I'm not mm, one of those you crazy should not. people. You should as, not. <laughs> as a person with a mortgage, we got to save that money. And so you got to get yourself a little space heater, crank it, let it go, fill an mm. entire room. No need to heat an entire home just because you're a little, throw a hoodie on. Get your Facts. house shoes out. Get comfortable. Throw some socks on. Um, yeah, <laughs> Word, right? good. We got a little rain over here. It's all right. I'm ready for I'm ready for the season to change. I'm ready to go see the, the colors change. One of the best times of fall. Yeah, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, man. No doubt. No doubt. How's the weather uh, out there? Nice yeah, and sunny. It, it, huh? It's it's Florida. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm I'm in I'm in the 80s pretty much every day, even though we're about the end of September. It's you know 80s. Life know. must be so hard. Yeah, it's so yeah, it's, it's it's hard. It's tough out here in the streets, right? But not really. <laughs> no, but <laughs> yes. not really. Yeah, but I'm chilling, man. Yeah. Yo, I wanted to ask you, have you seen any of the um, uh, latest films on Netflix for the Untold series? It's a lot of like uh, just different events and they'll kind of like documentaries, you know. Mm -hmm. I have heard about it. I've heard about it. I did see a clip, somebody uh, interviewing the agent of uh, Johnny Manziel making a statement about how Johnny would get an assistant from the staff mm. at uh, at uh, what was that Mississippi State, Texas A and M, Texas A and M. That's right. He played with uh, Mike Evans, mm. uh, and have them pee for him for his his tests for his for his uh, drug tests. <laughs> I scandalous. Have, it's wild. That's why I heard some stories about that. I haven't seen that one yet. There's been a couple. This is like it's in his third season right now. It's like I said, it's okay. a different documentary time. The Johnny Football is one of the newer ones. Um, I'm in the wa- middle of watching the uh, Swamp Kings, which is about the Florida Swamp Gators, Kings, like Tim Kings, Tebow yeah. and Urban Meyer and them. Um, yes. The ones I did watch was the uh, Malice in the Palace. That was the first one that came out. That one I was wild. That. I remember that. That one is wild. That's an added as a good one to watch. I don't know if anybody out there wanted to watch some, uh, some dope stuff on Netflix, check out the Untold series. That I saw that one. One of the one of the one of the ones that brought me back to like back in the day, like like nineties, it was uh, the N one. It was all about the N one mixtape tours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. was fire. That so, was a time. That was a yo, time to be alive. Right? The big baggy shorts. The professor. Skip uh, Everybody doing the Sham God. People Ooh, not know God Sham God. God. If you didn't watch N one, you didn't know what the Sham God was. Facts, um, yo. Skip yeah. Lou, He made it. He he made it to the NBA though. He did, he, he did. He's the only one. He's the only one that ever made it to the NBA. Yeah, but headache, AO, those was yeah. That yo, know, the M one mixtape tour was dope. Even the ESPN started broadcasting that. Dude, that, right, that right, was right. that was it, a different time, man. That was what really when like cultural expression came out. I mean, you know, Nike made the like kind of street ball esque movement based, you know, mm-hmm. commercial where they mixed the sounds of the street 
into mm-hmm. the beat. Like, I mean, it's amazing. amazing. They yeah. actually talk about that because and one was blowing up and there's yeah. all the street ball thing but about the about the apparel and the sneakers and yeah. everything like that. Yeah. And during that documentary, they talk about that Nike commercial that, that yeah. do, 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 mm-hmm, you know, where yep. dude's bouncing the ball. And then when and one saw that, they were going to do something similar just like that. Yeah. And they just didn't drop it. Nike dropped that. They all were like, we're done. We're that's it. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Then Nike just stole the show. Then wow. that literally that commercial did did anyone in. It's crazy. You wow. should watch it though. Check it, wow. check it out when you get a chance. Very but nice. um anyway, let's get into some college football before we dive into our usual NFL talk. Um, first up, obviously, the most talked about, you know, team heading into college this weekend, college football, one of, if not least, the Colorado Buffaloes. They came up real, real short against Oregon in Eugene. Losing forty-two to six, I mean, wow! I, I think last week when we had Jeff and Chris guest appearing on the show, I think we all picked Oregon to win. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, yeah. But it, it, this, I got, and, and I said this a couple of weeks ago to off the air to a couple of some people. Yo, just be patient. We're gonna see what they're really about once they go to Oregon, once they play USC. You know what I mean? Um, and we found out, you know what I mean? This, you know, this team is not as good as we all thought they were. Or they're, they're don't get me wrong, they're a very talented team, and they are missing a player in Travis Hunter. They're right. a very talented team, right. but they're not top 10 material quite just yet. Would you agree? I would agree. I mean, I thought that they would be at least a top 25 team, right? Um, with the the talent that they have clearly mm-hmm. is very siloed to a few parts of the field for them. Um, mm-hmm. And again, we don't know what this game would have been if Travis Hunter was out there, but I don't assume that he the addition of him mm-hmm. is going to change the mm-hmm. outcome of this game that much. You know, I think right. uh, uh, interesting quip that uh, that this was uh, Keyshawn Johnson stating that Oregon coaches were receiving a little extra, a little extra homework uh, for going uh, up against Colorado. Uh, this is mm. very, very inflammatory statements, you know, hold the presses. I, I would have and other individuals go and check this out for their own, uh, their own accord. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, Hey, I think overall we got what we expected. I had said that Colorado is probably a four or five loss team. Uh, and I will stick to that as they try to get through this schedule, mm. uh, what seems shorthanded and depending on the matchup overmatch, but again, Oregon perennial, possible national championship team has given us tons of guys that we that we know who are amazing players you know what i mean like justin herbert just came out of here you know what i mean marcus marcus mariota came out of here these guys are still in the league right now yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, i mean buffalo is just like i mean the car the the buffaloes they're just not as strong you know like i said it was the hype jeff said last week the hype was real the hype was real but the team was not real you know what i mean don't get me wrong this is you know they'll win some more games you know they'll probably win like you said, seven or eight games, and which is a great improvement from winning one game last year. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, but now they got to they got to go against USC, the number eight eighth ranked team in the country You're next week. Beating Caleb Williams, are you crazy? <laughs> Yo, that's that could be disastrous. And it's this is now it is a home game for Colorado, so I will say that. But this game could get out of hand quick, fast, and in a hurry. I would don't disagree with you. Again, they still took it to TCU. So unless we're in agreement now that TCU is mm-hmm. false or flawed, you know, then I think we all know they were over um they were overranked, you know, they were 
what's the word I'm looking for? Punching Maybe. above their uh, their mm. weight class. Yeah, a little above their pretty great, you know, for sure yeah. last year. But yeah, no, that's a good point. It's a good point for sure. But they did beat them in the in the in the first game. But yeah, I, I, can't, I don't think Caleb Williams. He's he could probably win the Heisman again. <laughs> he probably should win the Heisman again if he keeps playing like that. He'll be playing on Sunday. I know yeah. that much. Yeah, uh, he's got 1,200 yards on the on the on the season so far. 15 touchdowns and zero interceptions in for in the first four games. Yeah, 15 I mean, touchdowns it, and zero interceptions in four games. I don't really care what Quinn Ewers is doing. I'm I'm good. The conversation uh, should be yeah. Mm-hmm. The conversation should be about uh should be about uh, Caleb, Caleb Caleb Williams. Excuse me. Yeah, he's probably going to win the Heisman again. And it's funny, his dad was saying he could probably will st- he could stay in school another year if it's a bad team drafting at number one. Which is hilarious. I mean, it's it's almost always a bad team drafting at number one, you know. But that's the how they want to make they want to try to make the teams even, which I don't uh, think is a bad thing. I don't think it works. You see what bad coaching looks like. The nepotism of the league to put terrible leadership in the charge of some of the best, brightest talents that are coming out of college is uh, a failure of professional sports, in my opinion. It's I think not, it should be opened mm-hmm. up to something with a little more uh a little more opportunity, kind of like the way the NBA does it, right? With the voting and the lottery, right? I think yeah. that's a little better than, you know, okay, you got to go to the worst operation. If they're not doing anything right, why would we send the best talent there? Mm. What kind of a, that well, is they terrible. Could, they could have a bad record because a bunch of players got injured because let's, let's face it. If the Ravens had, don't have, look, look at the New York Jets. They had without Aaron Rodgers for the entire year and they could probably end up, end up with a top three pick. Or, you know what I mean? The way that way things sure. are going. But if they right. had Aaron Rodgers, they'd probably they'd probably be a playoff team. You know what I mean? So that's not necessarily the or the entire organization is just isn't bad. You know what I mean? It's just players go down. If the Ravens lose J.K. Dobbins, now let's say they lost Lamar Jackson for the year and they right. lost OBJ, they lost half the team. Right. Probably gonna end up with a bad record. They're, that's not a bad organization to be in. So but one of the worst records, because you have to have the worst record or you have right. to trade a lot away, right. away for it. Right. right. So I gotta I gotta say you're you're thinking about some organizations that I don't know if I want to go to the Bears, right? I don't yeah. know if I want to go to Tampa Bay. I don't know if I want to go uh to uh Carolina, England, Carolina, Houston. Houston, you know what I mean? Like yeah, and there's yeah, so yeah. much like and some of those situations maybe look a little different now because they have gotten the player that they needed. Yeah, that's true. You that's know, true. overall, but, I mean, like some of them perennial losers, like I think Arizona is not a bad spot. All I know is that they got the draft picks to take Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison one and two if they wanted to. You mm. know? So mm. something to think about. Yeah. Um, yeah, but like I said, Buffalo's definitely came up short, and I think they're gonna lose big time this week against Caleb Williams and USC. The other game that was crazy was the Ohio State in uh, Notre Dame game. Ohio State barely came out, but they were scoring with one second left on the clock, running on a fourth and goal, going and running the ball, football, which was wild, not throwing. And the fact that matter is that Notre Dame had 10 men on the field for the last two plays of the game, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, are you kidding me? This is this is why when I talked about last week how Notre Dame is every every year comes in with a t- with a high ranking and finds some way to screw it up. This is how they screw it up. Like you know? I said, they, they are you could call them the Cowboys of college football. You know, the hype, <laughs> the acclaim is there, the prestige, the history. Mm-hmm. Um, and you come out here and you bungle it up, and you're not really mm-hmm. sure what's going on. You guys should be far better than this. And now here you are, and this is the outcome. I picked Ohio State, so I'm not. Well, though I'm not surprised. I've, yeah, I've, yeah, I've, I think I, I picked Ohio State too for yeah. sure. But anyway. they're going to find a, play, a way to win. But this seems more like a Notre Dame found a way to lose. 
right? Yeah. You yeah. know, I mean, you got to put the nail in the coffin on these guys. It's t- t- testament to Kyle McCord, made a bunch of plays, had mowed the most yardage in the game uh, as a quarterback, didn't get on the board as far as a touchdown, though, mm-hmm. um, which were few and far between in this game. Now, right, I don't right, right. want to, man, you know, maybe there was some sloppy play out there. You know, maybe both quarterbacks could stand to to clean things up a bit. Yeah. You know, the team overall, I think, could stand to clean things up a bit. I, it was a quiet night for Marvin Harrison Jr., right? Yeah. I was not expecting that. Uh, but I think oh, he did hurt him get hurt at one point in the game. Um, yeah, think he rolled an ankle or something? Yeah, I think it was his ankle. Yeah, okay. I think he, he, okay. he came back. But, yeah, I think that was kind of that was kind of the point there that would kind of hurt him a little bit. But, um, okay. Okay. yeah, but with McCord, I'm not sure, sore if I'm, sure if I'm sold on him just yet. I want to yeah. see a bigger, you know, kind of a, a bigger sample size not for efficient. him. Not efficient. Yeah, you know what I mean? 37 he, passes, and he's not efficient, man. That's you know, so he did all right. He did all right. He didn't turn the ball over. But um, they've got a cakewalk game coming up against maryland and then purdue then obviously the big one against penn state towards the end of october um so that'll be that'll probably probably be the big test uh for mccord certainly for sure he'll be for sure yep um let's get into the nfl oh ben do a little week three recap first up our last thursday night's uh matchup was the uh, new york football giants visiting the san francisco 49ers Obviously, San Francisco washed them in that one, thirty to twelve. Kind of don't think we expected anything less. Right. Probably, if not, if anything, we thought it was going to be a bigger victory for San Francisco. If anything, especially without Saquon going into that game for the Giants. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was more um, of like a game flow game. You know, like they were never going to lose control. Mm-hmm. Like they got the thirty, they played, they scored thirty points the last two games as well. So they're mm-hmm. setting the bar for that. It just they had control of whatever the Giants wanted to do and the Giants couldn't do much. Yeah, for sure. Let me ask you though, do you think the Niners are the best team in football? Because I I do right now. I do. And a lot of people are going to say Miami. We're going to talk about them next. But I do just from overall standpoint, offensively deep, you know, remember this is a, this is a quarterback who was Mr. Irrelevant. Um, There went out there and put up what 30 points without Brandon Ayuk in this game. You know, um, yeah. McCaffrey didn't even go for a hundred yards rushing. Um, didn't need to. Know, didn't honestly. need. You know what I mean? Yeah. But and and defensively, they're just stout. You know, you know, on all, all areas. So that's why I say, and I I do believe that the Niners are the are the best team at three 0 right now. So it's hard for me to have the best of anything uh, a conversation just because it's been so early. You have to kind of. Rate, just just right based now on there right it, it can change based on who they're things can change, change next week. i just i feel like and on the nfc side there's a conversation between the eagles and the niners but yes. i think that's the only yes. people in the conversation 100 i think they can go they could when they show up on their bus you know what they're bringing and they're going to do their business and go home mm. that's how i feel about the niners i will take i will give the edge to the niners because the niners secondary the niners linebackers the entire defense back to front the Eagles, their secondary is a little, you know, until they get uh, CJ uh, Chauncey Gardner back, they're going to have some interesting issues uh, keeping it. You know, I, I assume that we were going to see some big uh, Mike Evans catches, and we did, right? And Mike Evans is abusing Wait, uh, didn't, corners. Didn't CJ go to the Lions? He's not, he's not in Philly anymore. He went to the Lions, didn't he? Oh. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's on the Lions right now, by the way. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. thinking of, Okay. So who yeah. is the the cornerback for the Eagles that is injured right now? Um, I know, I know they. Mills passed. went to the Patriots. Jalen Mills went to the Patriots. Um, only one I could think. Of, um, I can't. I can't remember. 
I can't it's remember. It's okay. It's okay. It's alright. Um. Uh. So. But yeah, to that point, I still think that the two best teams on the NFC side are the Eagles and the Niners. I would agree with you and kind of edge towards the Niners just because that defense is stacked. Mm. Uh, the Mr. Irrelevant. The NFL has these like colloquialisms from another era where they try to make sense of things that don't make sense anymore. Who <laughs> who gives a if he's Mr. Irrelevant? He could chuck mm. the ball in a system that used to make Gus Farratt look good. Okay. <laughs> used to make Matt Ryan look good, right? Used to make uh uh, uh Brandon Whedon look good. Like the these these the system works, the Shanahan system works. If he's balling, oh, he's gonna go at you. And and look what he did to Patrick Peterson asking about if that second touchdown was on him. He's keeping receipts. So, mm. you know, if you keep judging this guy, you're gonna miss out. Um, <clears throat> but even though it's been a respectable 30 points, when you compare them to what the Miami Dolphins are doing and Mike McDaniels, uh, a, a zealot, a former person on the ship for the uh, the San Francisco 49ers. I mean, they embarrass Denver with their blowout victory. I oh, mean, my gosh. You know, you might want to was... you know, throw in the towel at this point, 70 to 20, a 50 point win. They relented and put in the uh, sub so they didn't go for the mm-hmm. record. And then Mike White comes in and throws a touchdown to Robbie Chosen. <laughs> I mean, disrespect. Dude, this is the fourth time in NFL history where a team puts up 70 points. You know how many games have been played in over the 100 years in the NFL? And only four teams have put up 70 points? Yeah, that's crazy. And Sean Payton and the Broncos let this happen. I get it. Miami is explosive. They obviously couldn't stop them. (laughs) You got to hope to at least contain them somehow. They didn't contain a damn thing in this one, dude. You Are the Dolphins s- the most explosive offense? If you, they have to be, who who else is putting up seventy points? Really, and yeah. I don't think I don't think Buffalo can put up seventy points anywhere. Um, I, they they probably could have tried to if they wanted to over the weekend, but that's no, what we'll get watch. to that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Philadelphia, um, they're pretty explosive on on offense. They can run the ball efficiently, but they're, I don't think they're as fast as Miami is. Right. Um, San Fran, one of the best teams. You know, we talked just talked about them a moment ago. Debo and Ayuk and McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. I can see them putting up 45, 50. Yeah. And my, mind you, the Dolphins did it without Jalen Waddle playing in the game, Obed. Right. Jalen like, Waddle wasn't even playing. Yeah. This Once is they insane. Get rolling. Now, now I'll I'll give a caveat to this, right? Did what did we expect of Denver? Denver was a bad team last year. Couldn't put mm-hmm. up 21 points in a game. Mm-hmm. And whenever they played, they were all over uh, uh primetime football. Yeah. Do we agree that Denver is not a good team? Yeah. Okay. I thought okay. they would be better with Sean Payton at the helm. I think they are better. If you look at uh, uh, Russell's numbers, numbers Russell's numbers as... are look they look a lot better. They're better than they were last year. Or exactly. Okay. He's right. So, and we already knew that they had problems defensively because they had some issues on the back end last year. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to make the argument that Miami beat the brains off of a bad team, and now we're crowning them as this ushered in new age of football mm-hmm. even though they mm-hmm. kind of got held in check a little bit by new england they still scored points if new yeah. england had played more run defense and hadn't dropped more people into secondary coverage maybe they could have protected a little better down there and open up lanes for a 31 year old running back still mm-hmm. a track athlete but 31 year old running back but if they use a chain i'm sure uh, excuse me a chan a, a, ch- a chain a ch- I, I, yeah yeah I, I know what you mean the running back miami yeah achan yeah uh, and if they had used him, who knows if they could have beat the brains off of New England. Uh, I, I, It is mm. exciting to watch, to say the least, but the Broncos are a bad team. So, you know, 
Did they need to go to 70? No. Did we look at Kansas City, who did not go for it for every single drive, Mm -hmm. and they went 41, right? If they Mm -hmm. wanted to, they could have probably put 80 points out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kansas City could probably do it too. Again, again, you're right, against a bad team, uh, especially in Denver, you know. So I don't maybe maybe Russell Wilson is not really the problem. It's you know it's certainly on the defensive side. And listen, remember Russell also doesn't have uh, KJ Hamler out there. He he, he says does not. He, you know he's he's not out right. this seat. No, Greg Dulcich as well. You know, um, yeah, defensively you're right. They are bad for sure. Um, but still, you've got to make it a point to show up at least. They they can do anything. Right. And one of their scores was on was on was on a kick return. Right. Remember that. Yeah. Okay? And not so, really getting into it, the offense is very much stymied. You know, what's so, so Sherman? I mean, how long will the Broncos' head coach last? I mean, let's be honest. You know, I think if it if they are a four win team this year, I don't think he comes back. <laughs> to be honest, I don't think, think I don't so. think Sean Payton came out of retirement for this, dude. I don't think he came out of retirement for this, but I don't think they get rid of him or he he leaves that. I think that okay. he's already mentioned that the problems here did were perceiving him right. Like there's he was he made it clear that this was a core, poorly coached team mm-hmm. and that they had some issues. But again, again, this goes back to you know what? Yeah, you're right. The things that happened last year and Russell Wilson having his own office. Seemed like you said he's going out and kissing babies and things like yeah. that. He needs being to, con- you know, he needs to control the this this team, and I don't think he's in control right now and until he has that full control like he did in new orleans although people were putting bounty bounties on people's heads out there that was on the (laughs) defensive side but i'm sure he was in those meetings as well you know you know but hey things were working (laughs) you know so i don't know we're working that's that's all they care about (laughs) winning winning is the shit is the uh, perfume that covers up the stink yeah facts facts but yeah it was definitely a uh a showing from miami for sure you want to know where there was another show the desert Oof. Oof. Where the Arizona Cardinals upset the Dallas Cowboys. Mm-hmm. My word. Yo. Sherman, did the Cowboys get exposed or is this just one bad game? I feel like Dak Prescott got exposed, but this okay. is but this was just one bad game. Okay. Any any team can lose any like, like we talked about it before. The the Chiefs lost to the Colts last year. No one thought the Chiefs were or were worse than the Colts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right. It was right, just right. one bad game. It is what it is. Um, I do think the Cowboys will be fine. The Cowboys will, will be a playoff team, so I'm not really concerned about it, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think Dak Prescott got got exposed. You know, this is a guy, you know, he he got outplayed by a rocket scientist. Okay? He got you outplayed. <laughs> you leave Mr. Potato Head alone. <laughs> Joshua Dobbs is a rocket scientist, Okay. And he outplayed Dak Prescott, going 17 of 21, albeit for only 189 yards and a touchdown, though, okay? That's, I mean, that's, that's hate. That's hate. Because if your defense loses a starting corner and you have low amount of depth at the cornerback position, I'm going to hit the open man every time. Michael Williams, Michael Wilson, excuse me, mm-hmm. was open so many places, but that's what happens when they don't have their other guy over there. But he only got targeted twice in the game, you know. Those but you, you still got, you still got mm-hmm. Micah Parsons. You still got Demarcus Lawrence. Well, that's you know? fair. That's fair. Well, I mean, listen, they did rush for a did rush for over two hundred yards. I can't take that away from them, right? Like, mm-hmm. my goodness, I have James Conner on one of my fantasy teams, and that Ooh. man, woo, woo. 
He did this great. Yep, he did it right he for you. Fantastic he did it right five by yard you. touchdown run uh, in the first first quarter, I think. I think it was mm. the first quarter. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, Michael Wilson had two for 86 and his longest was 69 yards. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it's just cutting, just cutting you with chunk plays, cutting you mm-hmm. with runs, cutting you, you know, and Joshua Dobbs credit, he's played the most sound football I've seen him play, but he's made some throws where he's just willing to go out there and earn this job. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if they told him that he's got a shot to take it if, if Kyler isn't ready and will play you as long as you, he's unhealthy, but mm-hmm. he's taking it and he's running with it. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not ready to say Dak Prescott got uh, outplayed here. They just ran the ball too damn much. They did. Opinion. I mean, but oh I mean, is it is it because, you know, Trayvon is not out there, you know, to kind of step up and stop the run? I don't know is I think this Trayvon Diggs loss is going to affect the Cowboys a great deal. You know, people are going to, you know, especially pass heavy, pass happy teams are going to start taking some shots against that uh, Cowboys secondary. Oh yeah. As, oh, as yeah. the season I mean, goes on for sure. The fact Arizona just showed you that they you can do this. You can take the one-off guy and he can catch a bomb, a set 69 yard play. Mm-hmm. And what like that's just explosive plays. They've already shown explosive plays hurt teams so much. So that's mm-hmm. why Miami, that's why the other teams, if you're willing to take those big splash plays downfield, they can do so much for cha- flipping the opportunity for you to win the game. Um yeah, and the cap remember the Cowboys play the Niners in two weeks. They gonna they gonna they gonna attack him for sure. They I still got healthy Brandon Ayuk. Yep, guys. Gotta, like, you, still, did you see the bomb that won the game uh, with Steve Samuel that he caught from Brian Brock Purdy? Oh, oh my wow. goodness! That you know what I mean? Was amazing. Yeah. They, the Cowboys still got to play the Eagles twice. They got to play the Bills and they got to play the Dolphins too this year, dude. Those these teams are going to attack this Cowboys secondary for sure without 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 uh, Trayvon Diggs. Man, it's and gonna. Maybe, you think they bring in some help? I don't, I don't know. Do they, do they have, can they, can they, can they afford it? I don't know. Oh, I, they'll find the money. The, yeah, the you're right. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Jones got money. Jerry Jones got money. Salary cap isn't real. <laughs> yeah. Not for the Dallas Cowboys. Right. We're the richest I think They're the, like, aren't they ranked as the highest, like the richest team in, in all sports? Like don't they, they're worth the most or whatever it is Ooh, in all the sports, but yet they still haven't won a championship in 28 years, but, but they're quote unquote America's team. I don't, I'm not, I'm good. My team actually won games. I don't care. All right. I'm all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of your team, the New England Patriots, yep, they beat the, uh, I mean, did they really beat the Jets or did they just beat Z- Z- a terrible Zach Wilson? <laughs> you know what I mean? What you uh, they, they won, but dude, only winning by five against Zach Wilson. They should you be want to, you want to you want us to run a score up. That's still a good defense out there. Yeah, the Jets defense is still good. Um, and uh, I don't I'm not going to say that Mac played a great game. I mean, he barely completed 50 percent of his passes. 15 for two one is not bad. That ain't great against that kind of defense. But you didn't throw a pick against Sauce Gardner and those guys. Yeah, I think the only pick that was had was when uh, Mac Jones sack tap Sauce Gardner. getting Oh, got him. Aggressive. Yeah aggressive i would Yo, wait work. i'd be i'd be standing by mac jones car after work after yeah i'm some yeah Obviously. i'm, I'm, I'm surprised you grow yeah. man i don't that's, that's a little yeah uh but, the, but i think ezekiel elliott is alive now 16 carries for 80 yards mm-hmm. you know okay. i think zeke has been he's like only one catch for seven yards you know but uh seems like he's come alive that they're the Ramondre Stevenson season may be put on hold for a little bit here. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'll be honest. I, I have a lot of respect for the New York Jets defense. They are, I've called them in the past, the uh, Niners of the East. I just think mm-hmm. that we're at a, a point with them where if they don't, if the quarterback doesn't come through the door, they're not going to have a quarterback all year. 
Because this isn't, I mean, you can have yeah. as much faith as you want. And I did ask this question about my you right, you mad. It just, you have to rally around whoever you bring in. They did sign Trevor Simeon to the practice squad. So, Oof. you know, I don't know. Maybe. I feel like that's desperation right there for sure. I, that is definitely desperation. But Even uh, Hall of Famer Joe Namath said they need, the Jets need to kind of revamp his whole squad and get rid of Zach Wilson and some other people from the from the top down. I don't think they needed to get rid of everybody. They're, they have to get, they got some stout players on the, on the Jets team. It's just a quarterback. This guy cannot play professional football right now. He is a backup at best, and that's it. Robert, Robert Sala is literally lying to people on national television saying he gives us the best chance to win a football game. Right. No, he doesn't. And they just need – they obviously he can't – he's not going to bash the kid publicly, of course, but you got to believe they don't believe in Zach Wilson. You, you, you know, and this takes me back to Trubisky. I don't know why we keep getting guys like this in the NFL who get paid massive amounts of money. And it's clear to a large number of people that they can't play or they can't compete at the highest level, but they still make it through, you know, like we're in the information age where you can't pawn this off. This kid is not good. And you've got to make a move. Like you said, Trubisky, he got, he had one solid senior year in North Carolina and got drafted two overall uh zach wilson had a great pro day got drafted two overall it's like mark sanchez having a great right. rose bowl game against penn state got drafted right. what top uh, five or seven six or whatever it was right same thing you know you have these one kind of that you know in a vacuum moments and they look at it like, oh wait wow he can play the game of football okay let's draft him high but you got to look at the you got to look at the whole spectrum you know you got to look at right. course of you know a year, a year or two you know or you know three you know whatever it is more a larger sample size right but the jets need to make a move or they're just done um for sure i mean they're doomed for to lose a number of games this year oh yeah oh yeah uh, they're gonna lose they, a lot they, of games they got the chiefs this week that's just yeah um yeah that's well we can talk about that later <laughs> <laughs> they've got the eagles on the schedule they've got the charges they got obviously they've got buffalo again and they've got still got miami twice uh, I honestly, the only game I can see them probably winning is against is maybe the Broncos game. Um, Texans, Washington, you know, they're lucky if they get five wins this year, the Jets. I'll put them in any game where they might have a chance to slow down the offense. Um, I could put them in the Las Vegas game. Mm. I could put them in the Atlanta game. Uh, I yeah, can yeah. put them. Uh, if they can stop I have one Atlanta. I have a concern that they might not be in the Houston game. Houston is going to be interesting. Okay, we'll talk about them when we get yeah. into the matchups. Yeah, but yeah um, we'll see. But, you know, I, I can I just, I don't see more than two or three more wins on here, you know. Yeah, they, they, so, they'll be lucky to get the five wins on the season, for sure. The schedule, the schedule definitely was something that they could have uh, navigated with a guy like Aaron Rodgers. Now, I just mm-hmm. don't think it's reasonable. Yeah. Like that. And I know I mentioned they got the Chiefs this week. And talking about the Chiefs, they uh, they uh, pretty much stifled the Chicago Bears at home this past weekend. And all the Swifties were out in full force for that one. Your boy Travis Kelsey's winning, man. He's he's kind of winning right now. If that's right, what well. you're into, I don't like backs that long. I'm sorry. <laughs> she got that long back. <laughs> Where's she going uh, with that long ass back, bro? Oh yo, my yo, but yo, but I mean, to to bag one of the uh the the biggest pop star or one of the or of all time or one if not the biggest pop star of all time, that's not that's not a bad look for him, dude. 
Love he better figure out what he's doing. That man's gonna be living in hell. The, I know that the song she writes about him is gonna be funny. I know because yeah, well, you know what's gonna happen at some point. No, it's gonna happen at some point. Is he getting married to her? This they had a TV show. This man was trying to find his wife. Mm-hmm. This guy is out here thotting and bopping like everybody else <laughs> out in the streets. He Yo, ain't settling down. Sonny, so he better man, figure out what he's doing. <laughs> he shot his shot and it and go and it switched. <laughs> you know what I mean? It is what it is. Chef Curry with the shot, boy. But anyway, Chef Curry with the shot, the pot. Go get it. <laughs> you know, but no, the Chiefs beat the Bears 41 to 10. It's just getting embarrassing for the Bears. Not only, you know, they can't do anything on the field. Apparently, they can't protect their own damn locker room because the, the Soldier Field or whatever, the facilities got raided by some burglars, apparently, or something like that over the weekend. Yeah, they've got or some, they've got some issues going on over there. And they got some problems. That's for sure. Um, I don't even know really what to say about Chicago um, just because and I don't really put it all on Justin Fields. And I, and I said this before, too. And people were like, oh, they've got DJ Moore. He's going to help him out. DJ Moore ain't that dude. He ain't that dude. He's not. DJ Moore is their number one receiver. He is not a number one receiver. He's not. A, he's he's not a Stefan Dix. He's not Devontae yet. He certainly ain't no Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Absolutely he ain't no not. he ain't he ain't no Tyreek Hill. You know what I mean? He's not even a Debo Sam. Daniel I don't think he's Sam. a Tyler Lockett. I don't think he's a Tyler Lockett. I think I would have Tyler Lockett in that spot. You know, he's not even an Amon Ross St. Brown, bro. He's, he's absolutely not, not an Amon Ross St. That's Brown. That's what I'm saying. People man. built, oh, he got DJ. Justin Fields got a got a legit receiver. Okay. He got some help. Yeah. He ain't got a real number one receiver. And Claypool backing are, him up too. Like this, just Cole Komet is nothing. Mm, Cole Komet is nothing. This this roster is this roster is not that good. I'm sorry. <laughs> gave but Cole think Komet about two million dollars. <laughs> I, I had a conversation with a coworker maybe about last week or something. The Chicago organization is just kind of in shambles. It's like it's nothing is wrong with them, but it's this is not a sexy team. When was the last time you see a free agent say, "Yo, I'm about to go sign with the Chicago Bears"? No, people go to New York. People are going to Miami and San Fran and things like that. You know. It's just they're just not a well, you know they're they're always a very mediocre team and organization. That's all. It, I'm so so the Ryan Poles, I believe is his name, their GM mm-hmm. was celebrating that he brought in an offensive lineman in Darnell mm-hmm. Wright and a fourth round draft pick for, uh, from the Eagles for their pick, mm-hmm. right? And so they swap picks. The Eagles drafted Jalen Carter. Mm-hmm. And in, <laughs> right, you know, and and the Bears got an offensive lineman and a fourth round pick. Dude, Jalen Carter is probably going to be the best player in the in the in the NFL in the next two years. Yeah, <laughs> the Bears gave that up. Yeah, the oh, Bears my. gonna bear. The Bears are gonna, <laughs> yeah. gonna bear down. There you go. They gonna bear. They gonna bear down for this butt whooping about to catch every 100%. week. Yeah, I feel I feel 100%. bad for Fields. Eleven of 22, 99 yards. Like he can't do anything. He tried to, I know he tried to add some comments. He tried to, he said he was playing robotic, tried to push it off on the coaches and everything like that. But I mean, he kind of walked that back, but I feel bad for Fields. I like Fields a lot. I think he, I think he needs a new organization. I think when his rookie deal is done, I think he's up and out of there for sure. He goes to another squad. I think his, what, this is what his, his third year. Yeah. He was drafted in 2021. This is his third year. So he's got that fourth year, obviously. So he got next year. So he may not sign that, that field. He might not take that fifth year option. He may not take that fifth year option. I wouldn't. I, I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. 
No, it's hard. It's hard to meet. Uh, well, I mean, there's no direction here. The coaching is bad. The the players, the offense. There might be guys there with great stories and good heart and good nature, but mm. I also don't think that the system they're running or the people that are in the system they're running is going to amount to much. Yeah, That's, three touchdowns, three touchdowns, four interceptions in three in the first three games. If, if that ain't bad, and I don't know what is. It's going to be a long <laughs> year in Chicago. Yeah, but let's get into our next segment, Obed. You right, you mad. Uh, I have one for you, sir. I'm going to say to you, Obed, the Browns have a legitimate chance of winning the N- oh, excuse me, the AFC North this 2023 football season. Thurman, I actually had to think about this for a little bit because you right. Mm. Um, and the reason I say that is because the way they are playing defense right now mm-hmm. against the teams that they, you know, I guess we're, we're Bengals are not a good team right now. Um, Pittsburgh, they, they won last night. You know, they won last though. night, right? Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily call that a convincing win for what mm. they're going to be able to do, especially if. And unfortunately, you know, we the we don't want injured players, but you know, thankful that Joe Burrow's playing through it. Um, yeah. They got the the Browns got that W. Lost to Pittsburgh, close game, completely stifled Tennessee. I think she, I think Baltimore needs to be on upset alert uh, because this could be a game where they might fall to a good defense. Um, but I don't expect them to beat a team like San Francisco, right? Um, but arguably, compared to if if Watson figures it out, and this is probably the best Watson played in a long time. I think his like uh, plus twenty yard pass. Uh, rate has gone up so he's getting a little more decisive and getting the long ball back had some rushing out there as well Savansky usually plays this pretty close to the chest but I think you're right Sherman I think they could challenge uh, against the Baltimore that's getting injured right now mm, against yeah. uh, the Bengals that don't look good against a Pittsburgh team that isn't very convincing and doesn't have great play calling from Matt Canada um, yeah everyone's going after Matt Canada in Pittsburgh. yeah you know and a Cincinnati team that you already have a W against um, you just got to go on the road. And if you got good defense late in the year, you can take that on the road. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you're right. Cleveland is playing defense defense really well. Miles My- Garrett is just a, a monster. Did you <laughs> see Tennessee was tr- was trailing him, shadowing him with two tight two ends? Two guys. Yeah. Two tight ends. Yeah. And they <laughs> had to take the timeout just because they could never, they couldn't get set. <laughs> yeah. He's just a beast, dude. For yeah. real. For real. Yep. Um, Sherman, I have a question for you. You right, you mad. CJ Stroud is what we thought Bryce Young would be. Um, so far, Obed, I will have to say you right. Um, Bryce Young looks bad. And now he didn't play last week. Andy Dalton got the start for Carolina, but in the first two games, he's only thrown for 299 yards, two touchdowns, and two interceptions. If we take CJ Stroud's game three out of of the uh, equation. Mm-hmm. CJ Stroud has him has the same two t- two touchdowns, but you know over I think over 600 yards in those two games. Bryce Young it just looks uncomfortable. Literally, I watched the first game against Atlanta. He literally looks uncomfortable out there on the field, like he doesn't even know how to play the position of football of, of quarterback. Excuse me. Right. Now I think it's going to take some time. Obviously, he's a rookie. This is why I always say to you, I'm not a fan of starting rookie QBs right away. I'm just not. Let them give time and let them learn from experienced guys. Look what happened. Like I said, Carolina, um, albeit they they lost this past week, but still, you know, Andy Dalton, I think, 
had a what a, had a decent sort of game. Um, he did this- actually. I think uh, there was. I'm pre- I know Adam Thielen had 100 yards plus and a touchdown. If I'm not yeah, I think, and I think Thielen threw for 361 in a couple scores in that game uh, last weekend. You know what I mean? And more yep, than yep, more yep. than more than Bryce Young has done in first two games. You know. No, right. stop rushing these young QBs out there. Let them. Andy Dalton is not no Hall of Fame quarterback or anything, but he's an experienced quarterback who has play even has playoff experience. Who can Why... step into a role with the t- offense that's set up for success and be mm-hmm. able to accomplish what needs to happen: get the ball out to the trusted hands, find the mm-hmm. tight end when he's open, move the ball down the field. Like mm-hmm. they're not going to beat the doors off anybody, but he can no. run it. Yeah. No, so why is, why yeah. can't you have young? Excuse me, I didn't mean to cut you off. Why can't uh, you have young learn from a guy like Andy Dalton like that? You know what I mean? He he could. I mean, I think I would think it would you know behoove them to start him like the later half of the year. See, mm. let him sit down and watch through the buy, and then after the buy, make a switch. See if the kid is ready. Now mm. the thing is because and it would have made more sense because then you get the two rookies to play against each other. One rookie on his first game, Houston. Mm. Like I said. Houston, Houston, Houston is going to look a lot different if that young man that we saw play against Jacksonville and blow the doors off of them mm. is the guy that shows up next week and the week after that. You know, and, I, and looking and Carolina should is realistically, I mean, on on paper, is a better roster. All even at least offensively as well, because we're talking about the two quarterbacks right now. Carolina, you've got Miles Sanders, Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, Hayden Hurst. You know, and Bryce Young can't can't get the ball to these guys. You know, and Stroud has a rookie receiver in Tank Dell who looks like he can play some ball. Dalton show, you know, on paper. I'll be, I'll be honest. I got to give the edge in in supporting cast to Houston just because really? Dalton Schultz was like the tight end three in fantasy one year, tight end six another year, mm-hmm. and was reliable hands for Dak Prescott for years. Uh, you know, when he's healthy, he's a, he's a formidable person that you can trust in. Nico Collins, prototypical X. Tank Dell is a fire rocket. But they've got not only D- Damian Pierce back there, they also have Devin Singletary. So another set of good hands, mm. you know, who played many good years for uh, the Buffalo Bills. He just wasn't the kind of back that they wanted or needed up there. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I just think he's got quality professionals who are younger you know, played in bigger spots than some of these guys. Hey, mm-hmm. ain't playing no big spots. Adam Thielen yeah. only played in a few big spots, more so because he played across from great guys, right? He got to do work because he played across from Stefan Diggs and pissed Stefan Diggs off so much. He went and found more work somewhere else, mm. you know? So I, I you know, I don't want to say that Bryce Young is set up for success. My concern is because the head coach, Jeff Frank Reich, I don't think he knows what he's doing, dog. I don't care mm. that he worked with Peyton Manning. You're you're all, you're riding the coattails at that point. Peyton mm. is a one-man show, right? Mm. We're seeing the same thing with Belichick in New England. You know, that those games would look a lot different. It was Tom Brady there uh, running that offense. That defense would have way more opportunities to go look great. Uh, but Thanks. I digress, you know. Yep. We can start looking towards the future as we get ready with our week four picks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, Thursday night football, Detroit at green Bay. Who do you, Oh, well, well, week three, quickly week three. I think we both went 10 and six with our picks in week three, right? I believe so. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Something I'm trailing you by three overall. So let's get into it. Uh, Yeah. Detroit at green Bay. You know, what's funny. I want to say green Bay, green Bay had a nice come from behind victory over new Orleans. Jordan love finally showed up in the fourth quarter and led that team to victory. That was nice. I will give it to them. Green Bay is a fraud and uh, <laughs> Jordan Love has proof pro football focuses uh, adjusted completion rate, making him the number 34 quarterback in adjusted completion rate. He mm. is playing terrible. He had four turnover worthy plays, but the system works. Yeah. 
that matt that gucci matt lafleur system stays <laughs> lemonade people mm. okay so i'm going take, detroit i'm sorry i'm going, detroit. going to detroit yeah. okay yeah yeah, yeah yeah i think i am going to go detroit but i would not be surprised if green bay gets this dub in lambeau field that's why but i will pick detroit on paper um, Atlanta at Jacksonville. Jacksonville, oh, they disappointed me uh, this past weekend, throwing up uh, a dud to a Houston. I was shocked by that one. Um, but Atlanta, Atlanta's run the ball well. Bijan Robinson looks solid, but I'm I gotta go Jacksonville to get the you know to kind of get the uh, get back on track here. I'm with you on that one. I can understand that, but I'm gonna go Atlanta. Um, I think Atlanta could play. Uh, a way better pace of play and be more uh, deadly downfield if they just let Taylor Heineke go out there and throw decaf balls all over the field. Uh, I think Desmond Ritter is not it. I want to see them mm. give this offense to a, a gunslinger. Okay. I think the time is coming uh, because they, Atlanta, I think needs this win. Jacksonville should have gotten last week's win and should have a nice little setup for this week. Mm. Uh, I don't know. This is a, this is a cold water, cold shower wake up. Mm -hmm, for sure um miami at buffalo this is going to be a good one folks i think this is going to be a, a good good game uh i'm gonna go buffalo because it's in buffalo if it was in miami honestly i'd probably pick miami i think i would um but this is if miami wins this i'm not gonna be shocked at all just because that offense is so legit in miami i don't know i'm not sure if Jalen waddle will be back for this one right if if he is man they look so scary but i'm gonna go bills yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say Miami. Um and I it's hard for me not to give the edge to them until they get Von Miller back. Mm. I cannot yeah, pick Buffalo man. in this game because the only way to stop oh. them is to get the quarterback. Yeah. He controls so much of the motion with the RPOs that they do. He controls so much of what mm -hmm. they want to accomplish. You know, they're a completely different team when it's Skylar Thompson out there, right? Maybe mm -hmm. Mike White comes in and continues the the hucking and chucking because he did it with Robbie Chosen. Uh, but man, he's orchestrating right now. Can't take that away from Tua. He's got them gassing. Um, that's why Tua. I'm with the, like the six fastest guys by uh like they do the recording, they record yeah, how fast yeah. as the last uh, three weeks have all been Miami Dolphins Dolphin. players. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Too much speed. Minnesota at Carolina. I think Minnesota has to. They can't go on four, especially lose to Carolina. There's no way. They have to win this game. Even if it's with any against, probably going to be against Andy Dalton again. I don't think Bryce Young is going to be playing in this one either. The Vikings have to win. They have to win this game and they can beat Andy Dalton uh, in Carolina. They can outpace them. Uh, if Bryce Young plays, they will beat Carolina. So I'm going Minnesota. Yep. Uh, next matchup is the uh, Toilet Bowl. I mean, uh, uh, Chicago hosting Denver. Um, honestly, I don't think anyone even cares. This is two bad, bad teams going going toe to toe right now. And honestly, if Chicago wins, great. But I'll pick Denver just because Russell Wilson is a better quarterback than Justin Fields. That's all it is. More experienced, you know. But that's the only reason why I'm going Denver. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going Denver as well. Um, that's going to be good to go. Uh, I don't have a, I don't see Chicago winning many more games, if any. So I think it could be a get right, get right, quote unquote, for Denver. So let's go Denver. <laughs> Baltimore at Cleveland. We we talked about Cleveland before. You know this defense is solid. Um, I'm going to go with the Browns. So bad. I'm going to go with the Browns, even though Baltimore should be winning this game. I'll still go Cleveland. Yeah, I'm going to go Cleveland. I'm going to go with the better defense. Yep. Pittsburgh. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 you're good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pittsburgh at Houston. 
I, I got to say Pittsburgh just because the, the defensively, I think they're going to get after CJ Stroud. Um, TJ Watt is still, is still a, you know, wreaking havoc on the defensive side of the ball. I'm not sure if Kamer Hayward will be out there or not, but uh, I think Pittsburgh won't let a rookie QB beat them. So Hayward, I think, is out. I think he had groin surgery. Oh, that's right. He's going to be out for a while. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, guys don't really come back from that one great. Uh, and so, man, I don't know if Laramie Tunsil plays. If Laramie Tunsil plays, I'm going to go with Houston. If Laramie Tunsil is not out there, I'm okay. going to switch to Pittsburgh. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the Los Angeles Rams at the Indianapolis Colts. I got to go Rams. Um, if if it's Gardner Minshew again, Stafford cannot, the Rams cannot lose to Gardner Minshew. I'm sorry. Even though they, they upset Baltimore last week, as we had this past weekend, that was a wild one. Even though uh, Minshew pull, pulled in Orlowski is running out of the end zone, but uh, <laughs> you know, but the Rams, the Rams just should, should win this game. Hopefully Cooper Cup is going to be back, you know, soon enough. I think he's on the, he's on the pup list. I know so he's going to be out this week too, but still. Yeah. But the Rams should win. I mean, I feel like there are so many errant passes. I I rather, I'm going to go Indianapolis. I think mm. they can at least, especially since they're at home, I'm going to give them a shot at being able to defend home. I know Gardner Minshew is not great, but the Los Angeles defensive secondary is full of a bunch of nobodies that I'll give Michael Pittman the edge on them. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Tampa Bay at New Orleans. Jameis Winston going against his former team. I think Jameis will be the starter now that Derek Carr is hurt, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. He's I think he's what is is he listed as day to day? If I'm you know, but I, I don't or or week to week, even I believe it is. So I don't think with that shoulder injury, I don't, I doubt he's gonna play in this one. So it's probably gonna be Jameis Winston going against his former Buccaneer squad. So being that as it is, and Tampa, they know they came up short against Philly tonight, but they started 2-0. Uh, I'm going to go Tampa in this one. Yeah, I did like what Tampa was doing last night against Philly. Um, that being said, there is just more talent on the New Orleans side than there is on the Tampa Bay side, especially okay. offensively. Mm. Um, now, while they've got some great gameplay I mean, I say tangible gameplay from Baker Mayfield. I like New Orleans in this one. New Orleans should have beat Green Bay. Green Bay was down like 17 nothing, and really it's because they lost Derek Carr. Wait, let me ask you this. Is Alvin Kamara back this week? Yes. Oh, changing my but, pick. That's it. Yeah. I'm, go yeah, I'm going to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. Kamara it's his first game, though. It's his first, first game, though. Yeah, but I forgot he was back this week, so I will say New Orleans with you. Okay? Okay, got it. Washington at Philadelphia, I think this is going to be an easy one for the Eagles here. They course, they win they win course. by at least twenty. Um, you see what you Buffalo know, see what Buffalo did to Washington. So I you know at Washington, yes, they the turnovers have to be cleaned up. You got to play better ball than that. You know they definitely shot themselves in the foot uh, with mm -hmm. all the turnovers. Um, now, but I, I will say that Philadelphia secondary isn't as stout. You know, Mike, I knew Mike Evans was going to make some plays and he was going to abuse some secondaries because that's what he does. And he did. Mm -hmm. uh, now, do they have guys like that? Can McLaurin do that consistently? They haven't really been using Deshaun, uh, excuse me, Jahan Dotson, uh, Curtis Samuels, which that turnover hadn't occurred there. But I don't think that was his fault as much as it was a bad pass. Uh, you know, I, I got to give they, they're not going to win the game, 
but I think Washington is <laughs> a little more convincing. Okay. All right. Cincinnati at Tennessee, you know, Joe Burrow so dealing with that calf injury, you know, people yeah. were saying he shouldn't have played last night. Uh, but they, they, there's no way they could have afforded to go 0 and 3. So I think they had to play him. That's why. Right. Uh, so if he's okay and he's back out there, I'm going to say Cincy. Man, I'm going to, I'm going to, I might change my pick to Tennessee because <laughs> that defense is going to go get after him. And if we all trust that variable is going to come out here with a good defensive strategy against these guys, I don't know if T Higgins is going to be out there. Mm. We'll, we'll leave it at Cincinnati for now because that's where all the money's going to go. Um, Las Vegas at the Los Angeles Chargers. Jimmy G got a concussion in last week's game, so I'm not sure if he's going to be playing. So, with that being said, I will go with the Los Angeles Chargers. Obed. Yeah, I'm going to also agree with you on that one. I'm going with the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, Jimmy has been playing, you know, uh, numbers-wise, good football. Um, mm-hmm. He put some stats up. Like obviously, when all you got to do is throw Devontae Adams, you can look good doing that. <laughs> Facts. Um, but, yeah, no, the, Los- the Chargers are going to win this one. If he's not out there, I think it's your boy Brian Hoyer from one of the Patriots for a while. He's going to be out there cool. starting. If Jimmy G can't go, that ain't good for the Raiders. Just keep throwing it to Devontae Adams. That's all you got to know. Yep. <laughs> um, your New England Patriots at the Dallas Cowboys. I think Dallas is going to beat the brakes off the Patriots because they're going to be so mad about that loss against Arizona. Uh, I'm going to say Cowboys all the way on this one, Obed. Do we think that the Patriots defense is not prepared to play against the Dallas Cowboys offense? Oh, I didn't say they weren't prepared. I just think Dallas is going to have a real bad taste in their mouth losing to Arizona. That is true. I, I could imagine them having that. I just don't think that they're schematically going to blow away because Dallas is, they got some great play from Michael Gallup. I will say that. Good to see him looking spry, but they didn't really get much from Brandon Cooks. Uh, I think Tony Potter end, would look good. Uh, Tony Potter yeah. looked good last week. Ball and Potter looked good, 122 yards. Uh, I think they even Rico Dattle got into the end zone. And, uh, you know, I do like the the touch, the uh, tight end turd Ferguson. My man had a seven mm-hmm. for 48. You know, he had a good, he has, had, excuse me, five for 48 on seven targets. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Dallas. I think that Dallas is going to win this game. I think they, because they're at home and because they have the pedigree and New England is not mm-hmm. going to be able to get away with poor play. Obviously, we've got the Ezekiel yeah, revenge game narrative. <laughs> you know, but, ooh, uh, going back to yeah, Dallas too, in Dallas, Dallas, yeah. In Dallas, but it's going to be interesting. Um, we'll see. Maybe that's why they that uh, Zeke got all that extra work, see if it get him going early. Um, yeah, but no, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go with Dallas on this one. Arizona at San Francisco. I think we're both going to go the Niners here in this one. I don't, there's no way they're losing to the to the Cardinals. This, this no is way. not a trap game. Now, Mike, tip my hat to what Joshua Dobbs has been able to do there. I thought we thought Jonathan Gannon was a was a munch. He probably is, uh, but <laughs> you know we get. <laughs> I'm going with San Francisco this one. Yeah, for sure. San Fran all the way in this one. I think they put up another 30, 35 points in this one. Maybe thirty five to ten. I'm going to say in San Fran. Um, Sunday night football, Kansas City at. New York, um, the Jets you know, get all kinds of primetime games. They got their schedule definitely based upon Aaron Rodgers. Monday night game against the Bills to open the year. Now they got a Sunday night game, another one at home against the Chiefs. Yeah, this was definitely because of Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron definitely Rodgers because of Aaron, right. You're expecting to have a, a gunsling off here. Finally, mm-hmm. you got this guy mm-hmm. in the same conference as opposed to hoping to get them to match up when he's in the NFC and you can't even take advantage of it anymore. Yeah, so yeah, we, so we talked about the Jets enough. It's Kansas City all the way. Kansas City all the way. 
And the Monday night matchup, Seattle at the New York football Giants. Again, no Saquon Barkley. Probably, you know, uh, it's going to be Seattle for, for sure in this one, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, I think Seattle, just because New York hasn't shown me much. I mean, this could be a get right game for them offensively because it's at home and the Seattle secondary is not great. Mm -hmm. So I could see there being some points put up, but I do believe Seattle is going to run away with this one. Unless Mm -hmm. we see the return of Matt Breda and he goes on an NFC West revenge tour uh, because he did score against the Niners last week and Mm -hmm. he might score again in this one, but I definitely Mm -hmm. think Seattle could take it. It's funny. The uh, New York Giants opened up the season Sunday night football at home hosting an NFC East team. The Jets opened up on Monday night football, hoping an AFC East team. Now it's the Jets on Sunday night hosting an AFC West team. And now it's the Giants on Monday hosting an NFC West team. Kind of a little, a little interesting right there. They're definitely putting these New York teams in prime time, which is a hey, getting oh, that exposure, good. but still, you know, they're just, they're not good football teams right now. So it's unfortunate. Yeah. But uh, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on what's the word entertainment. Appreciate you joining in once again, Obed, any last words before the people, before we roll out of here. So we're getting into the fall. Make sure you go out there and order yourself some COVID tests because we might have another wave coming up pretty soon. Mm. They're free from the government. You can get them through the USPS. Uh, I will be wearing a mask. I don't want to breathe in um, your germs. Some of you people (laughs) just don't even wash your hands the right way. Yo, Happy that's birthday song. It's not that hard. I don't want Yo, to nuggets all over my hands. Even forget about even COVID. Just people who just don't wash their hands. I've been using hand sanitizer forever. It's putting it's all the time. People look at me like I was crazy. Just forget it. Nothing to do with COVID. Just because people got dirty ass hands and you're touching you all kinds of stuff. Hands. It's <laughs> dirty. And sometimes we cut a little bit of it. It is what it is. You learn how to roll. You know? But, uh, yep, that's going to do it for us this week, folks. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWE and T4 Obed. I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.